it's been a while since I've done headshots and this is the most professional experience I've had with headshots so I've got some real good pointers for you guys based upon the experience I just had. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, I hope you're having an amazing day. This is Bree Noble, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Show, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. And today, I am very excited to be talking about musician headshots. It's not a subject I see talked about a lot, and I really think that musicians are sometimes struggling on, you know, with what to do, how to plan their headshot, how to find the right photographer. Um, you know, we make music. We don't know about photography and light and location and all those things you need to know to get a good headshot. So I just recently got headshots a couple of weeks ago and I just got them back from my photographer and I absolutely love them. So I thought, you know, what a great idea to talk about this and give you guys, you know, some pointers and some experiences that I had in this process because it's been a while since I've done headshots and this is the most professional experience I've had with headshots. So I've got some real good pointers for you guys based upon the experience I just had. But before I get into that, I want to mention that uh, related to this subject a little bit, um, I'm doing a masterclass called The Musician's Profit Path, where I talk about the career stages that we go through as musicians, starting out all the way through becoming a professional. And I've broken this down into five different stages. And I'm presenting a masterclass on this that just helps you understand where you are in that continuum right now, what you need to do to move to the next level, you know, all the emotions you might be experiencing during this career stage. And so it's been a really popular um, masterclass that I've done. And I want to invite you to come to it. It's next Thursday, uh, February 16th at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And all you need to do to sign up is just go to musiciansprofitpath.com. That's musiciansprofitpath.com and just get registered and we will send you some reminder emails to remind you to show up on Thursday, February 16th. So the reason I'm talking about headshots in relation to that is I feel like head headshots are something that we really need to get done in either the end of the first stage, which is what I call the foundation stage, or the beginning of the second stage, which is what I call the promotion stage. And let me tell you why I think headshots are so important. Nowadays, way more than when I first started, it's so important to have headshots because you need to be appearing everywhere online. And if you're getting any kind of promotion, which I hope you are, then people are going to be asking you for headshots. I am asked 
all the time, pretty much at least once a day for my headshot for different things. Maybe I'm on someone's podcast. Maybe someone's featuring me on their blog. Maybe um, I'm setting up a webinar um, registration page like for the Musician's Profit Path and I need to put my picture on there so people know who I am. Maybe I'm doing a workshop for somebody else's audience and they need my picture. Uh, I know with Women of Substance, my radio and podcast where I've feature female musicians music, I offer to make them a free image. If they send me their image, I'll create a branded image with women of substance, talk about what show they're going to be on, and they can use that to put all over the internet to promote themselves and promote their appearance on our show. So that's just a few examples. Also, offline, we need headshots in order to put on flyers or postcards that I always recommend that we take to gigs so people can, you know, refer us to their friends, spread the word about what we do as musicians. You know, we, we constantly need this picture and we need it to really represent us well. So, and the, you know, there's also all the social media channels that we need to be on, you know, on Twitter, you need a headshot on Facebook, you need a headshot and those can be the same ones or they can be similarly branded, but a little bit different. So it doesn't get boring. Um, but that's why we need to do a headshot session in order to get one or a few headshots that look really, really good, represent us as professionals. And let me tell you, I mean, even if you're the most photogenic person in the world, one picture, someone snapping one picture is not going to be enough. You need to actually do a planned session and you need to, you know, take a lot of different shots to get a really good shot that really portray you in a wonderful light. So that is why we need headshots. Now let's talk about what kind of headshots we need to, to create. So, you know, I'd say we get headshots every few years. So you need to think about, what is going to be on brand for you now that's going to last? So you don't want to do anything trendy in your headshots. And, you know, a headshot session is different from, say, like an album cover session or an album release kind of session where you maybe have a specific uh, theme to your album or you're going for a specific vibe. That's different from a headshot. A headshot needs to be more universal, but it also needs to be brand on brand with you and the way you want to portray yourself at least for the next couple of years because you're probably not going to get a new headshot every year so think about that when you're thinking about what kind of headshot um, session what kind of locations you're going to be using for your headshot uh, that kind of thing now when you're first starting out in what I call the foundation stage you probably don't have the kind of money to invest in headshots. So I have a few recommendations for that. When I was in those early stages, I found ways to get headshots out of things I was already doing. So for example, I worked at the opera um, and I was doing my musician career on the side and I got to go to these fancy balls. Well, one time I went to a ball and one of my friend's husband is a professional photographer and he just happened to be there snapping pictures for the opera. And I said, Oh, you know, I'd love to have a picture of me and my husband. And so he took a picture of us and it was a fabulous picture. So I loved it so much that I said to my friend, you know, is there any way your husband can cut this so it's just me 
and not my husband in the picture and I can use this as a headshot and he did that for me and I offered to pay him but he was super nice and did it for free and so I had this fantastic headshot that I used all the time for many years um, that was just from an opera event that I was at so get creative if you don't have the money up front or you know the real reason to go out and get really expensive headshots other things I've done is have had um, friends you know take pictures at gigs and they've been good good enough looking photos that I could use them on my website um, you know what I would do is like not tell your friend oh I'll pay you to take some pictures just say you know would you mind taking some pictures and we'll see what we get and then if for some reason some of them are really good and you want to show them some appreciation buy them a Starbucks give them 25 buck dollar gift certificate or something that's cool but I would not tell them I want to pay you to take some pictures because if they're all terrible then you know you're gonna be annoyed and you're gonna be frustrated that you have to pay them and they're gonna feel bad if you don't use the you know the photos and stuff so think about creative ways in the beginning that you can do something that will work as a headshot but you don't have to pay the big bucks now when I when you get into what I call the second stage which is the promotion stage I really believe that you need to have headshots at that point because you're going to be working so hard to get all this great promotion for your music and you don't want to be portrayed as an amateur in your picture because people are going to need your picture in every corner of the PR world whether it's online newspapers magazines any kind of promotion that you get they're going to need your picture so make sure that it really represents you well so if you're even you know just starting even in the promotion stage we're going to be needing that headshot. So let's talk about how to get you a really, really good headshot. So, like I said, I just did, I'd done headshots in the past. Um, I've had, you know, a friend of my mom's do my headshots, and I was like, eh, you know, it was okay, but I wasn't happy with it. So this time, I absolutely looked for a professional, and I looked for somebody that I knew had done you know first of all had a business who did this full-time had done headshots for a bunch of people that I knew that were really happy with them I got to see samples of her work um, I had seen samples of her work on other people's pages online so I knew that it was good those are the kind of people that you want to think about investing in because you are gonna have to lay down a chunk of change for a good headshot but is all gonna be worth it I was just asking you know some of my students about this and one of them said like I think I've made you know I spent seven hundred dollars or something on my headshot you know overall and it was so good it came out so good and I think I've made that back four times over because of the professional gigs I was able to get from that headshot and just the the way that I was portrayed in PR pieces because it was such a good headshot so you gotta think about it that way as an investment so if you find a really good photographer number one you'll know that because they will tell you that they'll do a consultation with you before you get to the shoot now the first time I did a shoot first couple of times I didn't get this and boy I wish I had it so now that I've done something like this I can tell you that I do not recommend going into a shoot without having a consultation in advance. Now, the person I was working with, she didn't live in my town. We were meeting up in another town, so we got on a Skype call and we talked for 30 minutes about all the details. 
And a good professional person is going to do this because it's going to save them time. It's going to save you, you know, frustration. It's just going to make everything so much easier for everyone when you get to the shoot. So look for somebody that does that. Always ask if they have a consultation. And I'll tell you what it did for me. And we talked about a lot of things that I'll get into in a minute. But what it did for me is it allowed me to talk to her about all my frustrations and fears from the past with photo shoots and you know allowed her to really assuage my fears and give me confidence that I'm going to be able to have a good shoot. It also allowed me to be honest with her about things that I worry about with shoots. So, you know, if you have anything about your body that you're uncomfortable about, um, that you, you've not liked the way it's been portrayed in a picture in the past, this is when you need to be super honest with your photographer. And for me, you know, I've got one eye that actually neither of my eyes really focus very well when I look at things, but one of them in particular is, is kind of a wandering eye. So, you know, I told her that. I told her exactly which eye it was. You know, I said, can we create the photos such that it does not draw attention to that? And so she had that all in mind when she was thinking about the kinds of poses she was gonna want me to do. Um, you know, she, she just needed to know that. She didn't, I didn't want to show up the day of and then for me to like lay this on her and she had already had these ideas of what we were going to do and now it was going to completely change the the kinds of profiles and poses that she wanted me to do because she hadn't known this in advance so it's really important to be honest about anything i mean if you feel like oh my gosh i have a really big nose i, I want to make sure not to draw attention to that or like I don't like my dimples when I smile or whatever it is that makes you feel uncomfortable about yourself. And we all have those things, right? I mean, unfortunately, um, we're all somewhat self-conscious. So just be honest with your photographer. And then once you've been honest with them, then you need to trust the process and trust that they are a professional and they're going to take care of you. And that will help you go into a really good shoot, feeling confident, knowing that you're going to get something really good out of it. So what I would say about talking over these things with your photographer is you need to ask them if they've got referrals for other things that you're going to need for your shoot. So when you go in with a professional, I do not want you to skimp. Like what I mean by that is if you need help figuring out what your outfits are, if you were, you know, not very good at styling your outfits, hire a stylist. It is worth it. I, a friend of mine just hired a stylist. This person went out and bought clothes for them, brought them back to the house, let her try them all on and took back the ones she didn't want, you know, went back and got a few accessories they needed, and she was all set. She didn't have to do it at all herself, and this person made sure that everything went well together. They had all of it in mind as far as the kind of branding that she wanted, and it was a few hundred dollars, you know, and it was off her plate. If this was not her forte, which I know it's not mine, like next time, now that I know about stylists, I will do this for mine because, I really did suffer over what outfits I was going to wear and it would have I would have loved to have someone just help me choose. Um secondly, you want to ask your photographer if they work with a makeup artist. 
this is the first time that I have ever had my makeup done at the location and I'm so glad that I did. It just, I'm not, you know, I'm not a makeup artist. Like I don't wear makeup most of the time. I wear just basic makeup, you know, foundation, lipstick and blush. That's it most of the time. So doing all the other stuff, like I just don't like it very much and I know I'm not that good at it. So having this makeup artist and knowing she knows how to get rid of things like shine, you know, and make your complexion look even and all the things that we need to look good in a photo. She's got this all in mind because she works, she or he works with the photographer and knows, you know, what all the things that we need to think about when, when you're having a picture taken of you. And I remember talking with my photographer and she said, you know, just to let you know, like when you get makeup done, you know, it may be like a lot darker than what you're used to. And I said, Oh, no worries. I'm used to being on stage. We need to wear more makeup there anyway. So, but she, you know, she warned me that, you know, I might think the makeup looks really dark or something, which I, I didn't, I, I thought it looked supernatural. I was really happy with it. Um, so definitely find a makeup artist to work with. Most photographers either have one that works with them on location or they can refer you to somebody. I'd also get your hair done in advance or that day if you can. Um, for me, I was not in my normal location when I did this, but I knew what worked for my hair. I knew I had to, to you know, put my hair, wash my hair the evening before, put my hair in a braid, and then take it out in the morning and just, you know, scrunch it up. And, you know, I knew exactly what worked for my hair. If I had been able to meet with my hairstylist, I definitely would have, but that wasn't an option. But, you know, just make sure you've thought these things out. Don't just get up the morning of and then like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my hair? You know, think about how that's going to fit into your overall look. And you can discuss that with your stylist. Then you're going to discuss with your photographer location. So for a headshot, usually you're only going to use one location because you're not trying to do like, if you're trying to do like a really a more of a shoot as far as like getting, getting more shots, you know, say for a release or just generally you want a bunch of different shots, you may use more than one location, but for a headshot, you probably just need one location and what they're usually looking for is something with an interesting background but not something that detracts from you so you know in the past i've had uh, my daughter take headshots for me when we were in yosemite and i've actually used those many times but they're not my favorite because the beauty of the background detracts it's distracting you know it, it's a lovely picture but it's not necessarily the best headshot so your photographer is going to suggest places that you might think, oh my gosh, this is such a boring place to take a picture. You know, mine was in a warehouse that had like these cool cement bricky kind of walls that with different textures and stuff. And I was like, you know, when I saw it, I'm like, really, this is where we're taking the picture. But she chose that because number one, it had great light. Number two, it had interesting background, but not distracting. So trust the photographer that they know what the background should look like. And, you know, don't think that the more interesting the background, the better. That's usually not the case. So then your, your photographer, and you probably won't even discuss this because she is, she or he is the master of this and that's lighting. Your photographer is going to pick a place that has really good lighting 
for you know what the kind of picture she's going to want to take of you and you need to trust that they know that that is one of the most important things about a photographer is knowing a the, the photographer really understands lighting and that's why we get a professional and that's why you want to look at their pictures in advance and see the kind of work that they've done and see that they really understand lighting and shadow and you know what the lighting does for the picture because it makes I mean all the difference like hundred and twenty five percent different um, depending on your light so another thing you're going to be discussing is possible props so for me I brought a few props that had to do with my brand of music um, I had some headphones because I'm a podcaster I'm you know uh, I do vocal demos I'm a performer you know recording all that stuff um, and I represent a brand that relates to music so I brought some headphones and I brought a microphone and you know we tried out those different props and I ended up not liking the ones with the microphone for whatever reason it just didn't work for me but the headphones I love they they turned out really really great for the picture so discuss with your photographer what kind of um, props would work well for your brand and the kind of photos that you're trying to take but are not going to be distracting so I want to you know give you some ideas of where you can find good photographers but first I want to give a shout out to my wonderful photographer um, photography by Galicia I believe she's in Seattle um, she's amazing um, if you're up there check her out um, but obviously you know you need to find someone in your own area so what you can do in my biggest suggestion is to get referrals and if you don't know anybody that has done the kind of pictures that you want the best thing you can do is go on to forums or Facebook groups of musicians because almost all of us have done photo shoots of some kind and headshots and can recommend now I understand we're all over the world but you go to a big enough group you'll find some people in your local area or an area where you happen to be traveling to so you know go to the um, female indie musician community that I run which is a free group it's at wscommunity.com um, you know go join that Facebook group ask around ask um, some of your local musician friends um, even ask maybe people that aren't in the music industry but you know business people uh, actors all those kind of people need to take photos so ask around I'm telling you that referral is the best way to go on this because you don't want to skimp you don't want to um, you know just jump in with your money without knowing and being able to see the results beforehand of what they've done for other people so other things you can do is you can go some to somewhere like thumbtack.com um, that's another place that you can find pretty much anyone that does services related to events or you know lots of different kinds of services but um, you can also probably find makeup artists hair artists and definitely a friend of mine found their stylist on thumbtack.com so you can try that out but with the photographer I highly highly recommend getting a referral seeing their work in advance and just talking to somebody that's worked with them you want to know what kind of personality they are what how they worked with them you know are they 
you know, do they give you this air of superiority? Are they short with you or are they super understanding and, and, you know, will be willing to explain everything to you and go through everything with you and do that consultation. Like I said, that's the person that you want to invest in. So make sure that you do your homework. Don't just go find a photographer in the, you know, the yellow pages and plunk your money down and think that you're going to have a good experience because many people I've talked to have thought that they had a professional person because they've looked at their credentials and they didn't have a good experience. So it's all about how you work with that photographer, being able to develop this trust and honesty between you in a relationship because, you know, taking a picture, that's like an intimate moment and you need it to look like that person really cares what you look like in this image that they're creating. So that is what I have to say about headshots. I'd love to hear any of your guys' comments below on this video. If you have any experiences you'd like to share, any places that you'd like to suggest people go. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, definitely um, you know, leave me some feedback or send me an email at bree, B-R-E-E, at femmusician.com. Would love to hear about your experiences with headshots and any suggestions you might have for our, our audience. And again, I'd love to have you join me for my Musician's Profit Path Masterclass, which is happening on February 16th, Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Go sign up at www.musiciansprofitpath.com. Have an amazing day and thank you for tuning in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Show. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com with editing by Bree Noble and music by Stella Ronson.